Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Poker Prox Podcast, Episode Two. I'm Poker, also known as Corey. This is my first name. If someone messes up and calls me that, all right. Here's uh, Puma Man bringing him in now. Hey, I'm Puma, also known as James. That's my actual name. Um, and uh, uh, I was on the last show, and this will be uh, the second show that I'm on. And then next up, we have Sleepy. Hey, everybody, this is Sleepy. I've uh, been friends with Poker Bro and Puma for many years now, looking forward to the opportunity to join the podcast. I'm from Minnesota, and I'm a huge nerd, whether it's Magic the Gathering, board games, video games, or technology. Uh, I also love the outdoor activities. I spend a lot of time playing either disc golf, ball golf, and I love ice fishing. Sounded like a dating profile there. (laughs) For all you eligible bachelorettes out there who are looking forward to a chance to date the sleepy shaman, you missed the cut. I am officially taken. So the uh, first topic we have on the agenda here today is... uh... Jumpstart in Arena. Do you guys play Arena a lot? I haven't played much Arena lately. I've been playing a lot more other games. Uh, I've recently been super into Diablo 3 and just crushing it. But I haven't played much Arena. But I've followed up with my knowledge of how everything with Arena is going, so... And you play Magic in real life as well? I do play Magic in real life. I play Legacy and Commander. Yeah, just like me me and poker, for yeah. sure. So anyways, the Jumpstart Horizons is now uh, historic-only Jumpstart packs that are um, exclusive to Magic Arena, and they added three new keywords that are uh, only in Arena, which is kind of weird. So it's like now, what do you guys think about having cards that are only in Arena and not... In that's IRL very cards. that's very interesting. Um, definitely have to see how this pans out uh, in the future, especially if they decide to do this more. Because yeah, it's it's interesting that they're having a lot of these like four arena like specific kind of cards and set even sets now. So uh, yeah, that that's that's different for sure. It's not super crazy, though, because you have cards that are, you know, only legal in paper magic. You know, there's cards that aren't in arena that we play in paper. So having cards that are specific to arena, I don't think it's too big of a deal. Yeah, I mean, probably not. It's just it'll be interesting to see, like, what happens within the future, I guess. Yeah, to me, it kind of it's kind of like they're trying to edge into, like, Hearthstone's territory more and just take it over. Because like, they, yeah. you know, they they do a lot of cool things because they have sets that are only online, right? So now because of that, they made some mechanics that only work on arena, and so those mechanics are seek. So it's a powerful tutor that grabs a random card from your deck of that card type. So okay. it could be like seek a elf and it'd just randomly pick one. Like you couldn't really do that in you know IRL unless you like took all the elves in your deck and shuffled them in a pile and that would take for friggin ever that would be a nightmare <laughs> that that's like some unhinged shit right there <laughs> what's even more crazy is with perpetual it doesn't even matter if it's like if it's discarded or if it's exiled or someone bounces it the effect lasts yeah so perpetually is right, the last yeah. is the second one yep i so would it's... love to see that potentially brought into paper magic where like 
you're you could have perpetual commanders. I mean, I guess you kind of have perpetual commanders because for, uh, what is it Grand Arbiter Augustine? Yeah. Who, right. Well, yeah. There for, are some for, for me, the the perpetually thing is just like like because the way that they're using it in Jumpstart is like to add the keywords and stuff most of the time. And I'm like, it's the same fucking thing as keyword counters. Why don't they just use that again? Like, I mean, I guess it technically goes on it even if it's in your hand. Because, like, they could do, like, you play this and, like, an elf in your hand gets 1-1, one, one, which is right. you can't really do that yeah. IRL, but... Yeah, I mean, I... Because they do I, have that I, in there. I definitely get that, especially um, for, like, the things... I mean... It's nice to to see this for like the online play because you you're, you are able to do more with it per se than with actual paper magic because of things like finding random cards in your deck or things like you know static you know effects that you can't really keep track of in actual Magic the Gathering. So I do I do like that. Um, and I do like what they're going with that. It'll, it'll be interesting to, interesting to see like what more they do with this going forward i think yeah and then the the last effect they added was called conjure so that creates like a, a token copy of the card out of nowhere but it's, it's a digital object that acts as a normal card in your hand just like when you you know in arena if you you know exile something or you can uh adventure something and it shows up on the right side of your hand so you can play it as if it's in your hand well they have the same thing now but it's conjure so it's only there so they have like you play a spell you know, conjure up three Stormfront Pegasuses into your hands. So then you have three of those cards in your hand, or like a, add a tropical island, conjure a tropical island into your hand. Then you have a tropical right. island in your hand, right? It's just weird. It's like a way to like just add cards to your deck, kind of, or to your hand in the middle of the game without actually changing your deck size. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like Discover and Hearthstone, basically. Right. It's basically that, except for you already know what it's going to be. It's yeah. Not like picking. Yeah. Three are Seek, Perpetually, Conjure. What are your thoughts on Seek, then? I actually really like Seek. Um, it's To me, it's kind of like Tutor, but it it kind of isn't, too. Because um, the Seek, it has to... On the card, it says Seek... You know, how, Seek the most common creature in your deck. So if, right. you, have a, if you have a Goblin's deck... And it says, seek out your most common creature. Then you seek out a goblin from your deck. So it's, in a way, it's like tutor, but it's more specific than a tutor would be. But I like it. Yeah, but it's a random result, basically, right? It's not random, though, because you get to pick, so it'll say... Uh, yeah, not all of it is random. Some of them are random, some of them are not. Oh, some, oh, so some it are random, but sp- there's specifically one that says, you know, choose the most common creature in your deck. So at that point, you would choose a goblin... Right. If right. you had goblins or elf, if you had the most elves. Right. But some of them are random where it says grab a random elf. Correct. Right. You know, yeah. you know, or okay. seek a random land. You know. I think that's fine in a digital context because you could, they can randomize it in the background. But if you were to transport that to like paper magic, you couldn't, you'd have to pull out all the elves in your deck, <laughs> shuffle exactly. them, and then yeah, pick exactly. one randomly and then reshuffle your deck. So that would be awful. <laughs> that would be a little harder to port to uh, paper magic. But I yeah. like it as a digital, as, as a digital. Combat. I can, def- I can definitely see why they do it in arena. And I think that would work really well for sure. Uh, yeah, so the event is Jumpstart Historic Horizons. It's on Arena from August 26th to October 14th. 
Uh, so it costs 2,000 gold or 400 gems to play. Uh, you pick your two packs. I actually played this on there on Arena. Uh, I chose on my first one. I got slivers and um, burn. So it was right red slivers with burn spells. It was pretty freaking good. Went two zero yeah, right of course away. It was. <laughs> uh, and then after you go two zero, you can keep playing infinitely with the same deck, or you can resign because you already won the two uh, individual card prizes that you get for your two wins. Um, and then after that, you can resign and re-enter to get new packs and new rewards again if you want. Yeah, which I feel like people are probably not going to just keep playing the same deck again. I think that most people are going to want to maximize their rewards right. and do as many as possible. So it's playing the same deck it like gets boring too. Like it's definitely better to play multiple. If you right, can. like I, I just play till I get the two wins. Usually, whether it's three or four games, it depends how much I win or lose. Usually, I go two. Right. Old, but but the other thing that's different from the last time they did jumpstart. So the last time they did jumpstart. Um, you didn't get. The, I don't think you got to keep the cards in your collection. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know if they did or not. But here, every card that you get is added to your collection uh, for sure automatically from your pack. So it's like a draft. Might have, they might have done it last time too. But uh, so now it's it's a way for them to add 782 cards to the historic format too. Right. We definitely love to see that because historic is something that is. I mean, it has some differences from, like, standard on uh, Arena, but, like, it's kind of like how Hearthstone was when they first introduced Wild. Like, there was only, like, two sets or whatever in that were extra in the in the Wild set, and then the rest was standard. So it's just, like, it wasn't much of a difference. But it's going to be good to see more of a catalog for Historics, so we have more of a... Yeah. They've done about five or six historic-only releases, um, just of older, like, modern staples and legacy staples over the last year. So historic now it plays a lot like a mix in between uh, modern. Mod- it feels like modern, really, because you don't have duels yeah. and stuff, right? Even, like, extended almost? Yeah, it feels like extended, basically, except for, like, yeah. you know, you could play with wrists and you could play with, like... Uh, fucking ulamog and shit like <laughs> you know it's exactly. like brainstorm right but you can't but you know so the, the iconic cards are there but like the combo wombos are not you also just you don't do you have access to fetch lands i don't think you have fetch lands in historic i don't uh, think fetch lands are in historic yet i, I don't think they are that's either another, it's that's another thing that separates it from which is modern. a big deal because fetches yeah. definitely have a lot of different uh playable mechanics in right the other thing is they can they can easily if something becomes busted just ban something and then unban it. Oh like, yeah, for like, sure. So they do rotations where like they'll ban a card, you know, and they'll be like, oh, it's on the watch list. And then like the you know, a month later they'll put it back in because a card you know there's a hate card for it or whatever. So uh, yeah, so that's Jumpstart. So if you don't have Arena, it's free. So download it. And it's on mobile. Yes. Yeah, it's on mobile, so you can play. Finally, thank yep. God. Um, and then, obviously, I'm a Twitch streamer. Sleepy, you've streamed on Twitch. Uh, Puma, you're thinking about it. But September's on Twitch right now. I mean, even if you just watch people. So that means, what that is, is all through September, all subs are 20% off, whether it's monthly subs or gifted subs. So you can pay 20% less to sub to whoever the hell you want. 
And it even goes a step further than that. You get 25% off for the first three months of a new recurring three-month subscription. You get 30% off the first six months of new recurring six-month subscriptions. That's crazy because you get a discount normally for the six months. Yeah, like, yeah. So, that, like, so that's craziness. So you even get a step further with this. And, of course, this is always really good for streamers because, I mean, it gives them more attention and more, you know, income. Oh, yeah. Plus, uh, it does say here, too, any Twitch user, so anyone that has a Twitch, I'm assuming you have a Twitch or you listen to this, uh, (laughs) you can, uh, there's a link. It says you get a free 90-day trial of Grubhub Plus if you uh, have a Twitch account. Granted, I hardly use Grubhub because it's pricey, but hey, free Grubhub. Well, (laughs) Grubhub Plus would, what, waive the delivery fees, I think is what it is, right? That's where the uh, DoorDash, their premium version just... Yeah, so so yeah. it's basically you just save the delivery fees, so it should, you know, make it cheaper at least to get your stuff Which delivered. is nice, because those delivery fees can be killer. <laughs> but yeah, that's... Uh, September's... Uh, September is always... Um, always a great time a lot of streamers tend to do different like events for it um you know whether it be it subathons be it you know other ways to get attention to their channels and stuff like that so not only is it all about like well subs obviously but it also helps with like attention and notoriety and you know and all that stuff and which is also a huge part of streaming is you know building your audience it's like yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna sub anyways you might as well take a take advantage of the sweet deals that they're giving you right. so, sure. and if, if you ever wanted the twitch logo on some merch their twitch store is 20 percent off this whole time too that's also nice <laughs> the amazon store for twitch and also if anyone does have a prime subscription they do get a free sub as well yeah that's always yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's always it's just, it's just for people to know. <laughs> I actually used my free sub, my free Prime sub tonight on Poker Bro. Oh, there Aww. we go. <laughs> All right, iPhone 13 specs. Are you guys going to get the iPhone 13? I'm debating on it. I first of all, I don't know if we are going to be even able to get them. I feel like that's going to be another one of the things that the scalpers are going to just hog up. Well, my question is if we're going to even have chips again, because that's the big thing, is this chip shortage is killing the tech field. It's awful. We're going to have chips for the iPhone, but the issue is that Apple's, um, their chip partner, uh, TCMR, some Taiwan semiconductor chip company, they're raising their prices for their chips. So uh, it, brings yes. up, it brings up the wonder if the cost for phones is going to go up as well. Oh, God, they're already so expensive, too. Like, oh, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> uh, and me me personally, I just got an iPhone 12. I do not need to get a 13 right after I got it. Well, I, yeah, my, my client and I can only upgrade every two years. I know some exactly. people have where they can upgrade every year. Well, I'm an Apple whore, so I, I, I got mine <laughs> where I can I don't, I just pay half the price for the phone, and then I can upgrade to the next one. So... I've been doing that the past couple of years, but I really love the iPhone 12. And yeah, I, the iPhone would, 12 is pretty nice, I will say. I I love mine a lot. That's what I have, too, is the 12 Pro Max. 
it would have to be life-changing changes for me, I think, to for sure. switch off of it. I'm very much an Apple whore, if you will, as well, but um, I am not one to upgrade unless there's a reason to upgrade, which that's why I got the 12 was because of 5G. That was my main reason. Yeah, and you finally switched over to Verizon, which... <laughs> that also helped. <laughs> T-Mobile is garbage. I will say that right now. <laughs> if you're on T-Mobile, get rid of it. Unless you want to sponsor us, T-Mobile, then we love you. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually I don't know, saw, man. I don't know. <laughs> I actually saw a blurb on... I was playing bingo the other night, and I saw a blurb on the TV that said, T-Mobile is deeply sorry that they had a data breach of yeah, I heard about million that. consumers. <laughs> I'm like, oh, are they... Are they really sorry? Are they sorry? <laughs> oh, that's too yeah. bad. Jeez. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, I, I know I, I did see that, and I was just like, oh, God, I'm so glad I'm not on T-Mobile anymore. <sighs> and their service is just so spotty. And with your like, luck, right, you would have been the per- you would have been one of the people who had their data breached. Oh, 100%. <laughs> you know it. For those of you who don't know me personally, I have awful luck. So, yeah. <laughs> so, the iPhone 13 rumored specs are out. So, they're saying the iPhone 13 regular model is 6.1 inch screen, 60 hertz refresh rate, has portrait mode video and a new filter system, 3,095 milliamps battery. And retails from eight twenty nine for the base model to nine seventy nine to the for the two hundred fifty six gig model. That doesn't sound too bad, actually, as far as price. That's um, the issue, the though, is if they do upgrade the price for the chip, do, uh, do we expect Apple to just eat that cost for the up the up up price, or do they just pass that on to us and expect us to pay for it? the big question and who knows i mean they are definitely a company that is capable of eating such a cost but they are also very fond of charging us for things so it's hard to say <laughs> yeah but i i don't know i i think there's there's a lot of there's a lot of new upgrades that would consider making the jump to the iphone 13 but the one that is super nice that i think was uh i saw that face id might be getting an update so um it works better for people who are wearing masks, and once yeah. you know, one, it's it's nice to have for COVID, but it's also nice um, for people who use CPAP machines. If you want to use your phone at night, it'll make it easier to be able to use your phone. They Definitely. do currently, if you have an Apple Watch, which I currently do, they do have an option for you if you if your Apple Watch is unlocked. And on your wrist, with a lock code, it allows you to unlock your phone that way. But if Face ID could come up with something new to just shortcut having to have an Apple Watch, it would solve a lot of issues for a lot of people. Apple Watch is another thing that you have to buy, and some people aren't willing to do that, which is totally understandable, for sure. Uh, you can... You can uh... 
just hit cancel on the face ID, like when it fails, and type in the passcode. I mean, yeah, you can, but it's a pain in the it's a, it's a pain, man. Having like, to type six more numbers is. Do I really want to do that? <laughs> How lazy has the world gotten that we don't want to type six numbers into our iPhone? Hey, hey, it's not even a full phone number. <laughs> Hashtag I mean, especially <laughs> especially if you have stuff in your hands and not really able to do it, you just want to quickly pay. For example, like ah. Uh, like that's a big thing, and I don't want to take my mask off to just have my face ID and be one of those people. Like I'm not doing that. Uh, yeah, face ID with masks is definitely a pain, and an update to that would be very nice. All right, the next iPhone is the iPhone 13 Mini, so it's 5.4 inches, 60 hertz refresh rate, portrait mode, video, and new filter system as well. Smaller battery though, only 0.4 k milliamp hours. And that goes for $729 for the base model and $879 for the 256 gig. Interesting. So the price range is pretty much following what a lower-end iPhone would be. Yeah, definitely. For the smallest screen size. But you still have all the the features of the regular one. Which is nice, for sure. For those people who are looking to get into an iPhone and not wanting to spend $1,000, it's a nice option. Yeah, because spending 1000 bucks on a phone is a lot of money, (laughs) for sure. Um, And you don't necessarily have to have the big screen. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is very nice, and I love it. But it's not not something you need to have. (laughs) You need the big screen? <laughs> I, need I love screen. playing games on my big screen. I gotta have it. Oh yeah, for I, games for sure. For the iPhone 11, I downgraded to the smaller screen, and I was like, I can't do this for the next one. Yeah, it is not worth it. I mean, that that, that is the, the thing I'll say is, once you get the big screen, you can't go back. You just you you can't. <laughs> it's painful. Oh, like, it's I, definitely painful. I like, did go back and it just it it's not worth it. Small like my mom my mom has like one of those tiny like iPhone like five E's or whatever those are, like 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 the like the discount ones for old people basically. <laughs> and it's like it's like a toy. Like holding that thing, I'm like, this thing is tiny. How do people use this? That's what it's I so love about small. the uh, the metal casing on the phone that I have. It, it's it's hefty. It feels Oh yeah, definitely. It feels like it's worth what you paid for it. You can you can tell it's it's definitely made uh, out of solid like metal. <laughs> Believe it or not, that's actually a marketing tool that if it's made out of a heavier material, people will think that it's more valuable. I mean, in some cases not, it is true for sure. It's but... true, but it's the upgrade in price that it comes with to get a phone Oh that yeah, feels hefty, definitely. They they can charge a lot more money for something that feels more valuable. Right. But I mean, like when you're buying something like a power supply for a computer, the heavier, the better. That is a true statement. But I mean, it's not true with everything, but it just feels better. (laughs) So it is definitely a a true statement. So now the pro model is a 6.1 inch screen as well. Same as the base model, but it has 120 hertz refresh rate. So it's double the refresh rate. Has the portrait mode video again. Has a pro re- resolution, whatever that is, pro res tech, and lidar scanner, and a new filter system again, and the same batteries the original, and that runs basically a thousand dollars, nine hundred ninety nine dollars for the base model, 
and thirteen hundred dollars for the five twelve gig. Five hundred and twelve gigs is a little much. That's what I currently have with my phone, and I am I'm nowhere near filling it up, and I am paying way too much for that much space. Oh, I know. Like now that we have things like the iCloud and like things like that, like actual device storage just isn't necessary anymore. Like I hardly use my phone storage anymore. Like it all goes to the cloud, like immediately. I'm just like, we're good. <laughs> so my, my suggestion is just, just get the smaller one. It, it saves I mean, money. people may be turning off the iCloud now with that. I mean, tech yeah. they're looking into that auto scans your pictures well, yeah, that's something. Some people but... are against the privacy thing. Yeah. I think it's against privacy. Apple has definitely had a pretty good track record when it comes to, like, privacy, though, like, from the past. Like, they've... Apple, like, has single-handedly, like, actually, like, gone to, like, high-level courts because there were, like, investigators trying to get, like, a, a backdoor key that would, like, hack into, like, phones, basically, for, like, uh, like evidential purposes and things like that. It's just like they they wouldn't let, allow them to do it because that would be a gigantic like you know breach of of private privacy basically. So I do feel that Apple is pretty good when it comes to privacy, but I understand why people would be hesitant about that. I'm not super private. Like if 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 the FBI wants to get into my stuff, fine. The worst they're going to see is my search history. And it's really not all that crazy. The whole reason behind it is they're trying to catch, you know, like pedophiles and stuff, right? Yeah. So, like, that's the whole reason behind it, which I'm all for that. Like, you know, so that's fine. But some people are against, you know, you see people scanning your pictures. Yeah. There's going to be people who are against everything. And it's... It's just how it goes. <laughs> I would I would rather my information be given out in hopes that with everyone else giving their information out, maybe someone will catch a pedophile. Someone will catch human trafficking. Someone will catch terrorism. And it's it's one of those things where I'm okay with my data being there. They're not going to catch me for anything. I don't right. do bad things. If you don't do bad things, they're not going to dig that deep into your history as jim carrey says in uh liar liar stop breaking the law asshole (laughs) (laughs) and as he says in east ventura man is it hot in these rhinos (laughs) i just added that sound alert to my stream of course i played it i played it i think like three or four times tonight (laughs) (laughs) that's a good movie oh man so the last model is the Pro, the Pro Max. So that'd be like the new mob version of what we have now. Uh, that's the six point seven inch screen, one hundred and twenty hertz refresh rate. That's like that's my monitor is one forty four. That's almost as good as my monitor. Yeah, that's like a gaming screen practically. It's double a typical monitor basically. And then the portrait mode video, the Pro resolution, the lidar scanner, and the new filter system, and the battery is up to 4.3K amp hours. 
that's just crazy. That's that's so a much huge battery. battery. Like that's like, how much like what's in the twelve Pro Max for the battery? Do you remember? I, I think it's less than that even. Probably, and the twelve Pro Max battery is amazing. So oh, like, definitely. That 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 like extra battery in the thirteen is probably going to be just insanity, for sure. Yeah, so it's it's four hundred more. So 400. not too okay. much, but so milliamp hours. That's yeah, that's like four hours. extra hours, I think, or forty minutes. Oh, check that. It's six hundred more. Okay, okay. So I think so. I think, I think it's, it's like six hours. Yeah, I don't think it's or is it minutes I, I don't know i don't know how that transfers i, I think yeah. it would be so each hundred is an hour i think so if you have okay. 2400 milliamps you have 24 hours so 4.3 k is that forty three thousand? so that's 430 yeah. hours. no it's, so it's fourth four thousand four thousand three hundred twenty five so you have 43 hours about so 43 hours okay that makes sense that is that's, which is still almost two days that's like two, two days. It's going to go down with how much you use your phone. But if you're I mean, it degrades, who, yeah. If you're one of those people who doesn't use your phone for much, that's going to be two days worth of battery life, which is just insane. Right. Yeah, so that, that's compared to the current one that would have 36 hours battery life. Yeah, I believe okay. it. Okay, that makes sense. Because I can easily go through a day without charging my phone. Like, I can and having a day like, and a half out of mine still. I can have a 50% so the, the, the thing for me is I use well some days I use my phone so much uh, it's like almost dead by the time I go to sleep but it does yeah, last all day still. You used your phone all, but that's being on the phone for like eight hours. Yeah, if yeah. you're on your phone for a lot, the iPhone 12 Pro Max actually still lasts me most of the day. It's, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, have to I literally it at have time, but I can still use it all day. I literally Granted. have streams open at work and it doesn't die. It just, it's fine. Okay, so, now, the last thing on the iPhone 13, there's rumored satellite link coverage. Interesting. Satellite could be very interesting. So, are we talking for cell service? Well, so, uh, originally, the article said that you could possibly use it in rural rural areas to try and make more users of the iPhone, which I think would be a great thing. So, people in, you know, the Middle East or whoever can have iPhones. Right. Um, but the current article now says they the technology is probably going to be there, but they might only allow it for emergency messaging at first until they work out a deal with the satellite providers. Makes sense. Which would be fantastic because, you know, I, I with Verizon, I've actually tested how deep I can actually go. I've been up in very northern Minnesota in the middle of a lake, and I still get service with Verizon, but... The capability to have satellite service, if you go, like, deep into Canada where you might not have service at all, having the yeah. ability to satellite, you could have that that safety that it would provide you to make sure that you can always have a call. Definitely. And, I mean, even, like, when even when you get into, like, like the mountains in, like, Montana or something like that, even with Verizon, like, service gets real sketchy, like, at times. So that is definitely very nice to have as an option uh, especially for people who live who might live in an area like that uh that could be their you know maybe one day their source of internet because they probably don't have internet out there either like i can't believe that you know some some of those like really remote areas are just like there's no there's no utilities basically there's no cable there's no dsl there's nothing 
So they're, they're pretty much reliant on satellite at that point. And to have that in your phone is definitely a nice option to have. Yep. And uh, that's why, you know, Elon Musk does his Skynet or whatever. What the hell, dude? You realize Skynet is from Terminator, right? Oh, Starlink. That's what I mean. But yes, that's why um, satellite technology is definitely becoming far more advanced from what it used to be. Like, it used to be satellite internet was literally almost unusable because the latency was so trash. Like, it was garbage latency. Like, gaming? Good luck. That was... Your ping would be sky high. Um, but it's gotten to the point where it's actually usable now, so it's it'll be nice to see it implemented more for sure. All right, so does anyone know the release date for the iPhone? I actually am seeing rumors that the pre-orders for the iPhone 13 are going to start on September 17th. So this month, oh, it's actually still August. So next month, which is very shortly. Um, and then the official phone launch is going to be September 24th. But that's all speculative. Oh, that's, er- that's earlier than I think. Isn't they usually in November or they do end in September normally? And it's around it's around the fall, so it definitely falls within their usual phone timeline. I think from year to year. Yeah, I, and that's just a leak. You know, it's speculative. It could come out in October. Uh, what I was reading though is they don't expect to have delays with getting out stock, so it's pretty possible that September is a likely. Oh, that's good. That's time good. frame for when it's coming out. That is good because there's been a lot of supply chain issues lately. So, I backed a Kickstarter game probably last October, and I still keep getting updates about how the supply chain for them is backed up. But hopefully, going to start getting that in October here shortly. Yeah, that's like hopefully it should catch up soon. Uh, as for the competitors, we got the Samsung Galaxy S22 is probably going to be in January sometime. Uh, says it could have a 50 megapixel main camera, 12 megapixel ultra wide, a 12 megapixel three times zoom camera as well. So that's kind of interesting. 50 meg uh, megapixels definitely a. a- decent camera for sure that's yeah pretty nice and on a phone for those android users out there we're we're huge apple fans but we 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 don't knock you for what your phone choice is you just won't be getting much of that information from us (laughs) yeah we felt we, we felt the need to provide you with at least some sort of update with what your phones are doing yeah i definitely don't know as much about the android side but i um Definitely always interested in new tech, though, so for sure. I'm always, you know, I love seeing them. They look really, the the new Samsungs look really nice. I will say that. Uh, James, my uh, roommate, actually has the uh, the new Ultra, and yeah, it, it's it's a nice phone, for sure. Yeah, the tw- a 22 Ultra, they said they're going to have 120 hertz refresh rate and a QHD screen, probably. So. No, those QHD streams are nice for sure. Mm, like that's like what well. some of those uh, new TVs have, and yeah, those are some nice screens. And then as for Google themselves, the Pixel Pixel Six Pro is supposed to have a six point seven inch QHD screen with one hundred twenty four hertz refresh rate as well, 
It's going to have aluminum rails on the edge of the screen, three cameras on the back, uh, the main one, the ultra-wide, and the four-time zoom telephoto lens. So that's pretty interesting. That That's like a real lens, is what it sounds like, to a point at least. Yeah. Also, will they include a tensor SOC sensor, whatever that is, M2 security chip, and an in-display fingerprint sensor? Yep. I like that in-display fingertip sensor. I will say that is yeah, one I thing. Like that, that, yeah. The Android phones have done that right. Like Apple's Face ID is really nice until you have to wear masks for COVID. Like the the in the in uh, in screen p- fingerprint sensor is very convenient, <laughs> especially when you have to have a face covering. It's yeah, it's nice, definitely nice to have. Then last bit of news I have here is the, the PS5 restock supposed to happen this week at Best Buy, GameStop, Walmart, Target. You guys got a PS5 yet? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I am not in the market for a PlayStation 5 right now. Hopefully sometime next year when stock goes back up to like good levels and I can walk in and buy it off the shelf. Yeah. I'll be able to buy one. But I, as of right now, I just I don't have the interest in tracking down all of the restocks and trying to search endlessly for a PlayStation 5. I, I have my PC and I have my Switch, and I'm okay with that for now. Well, and they, they don't exactly have a huge game library at the moment either, right, Corey? Because you being the one here who does have a PS5. Yeah, I got lucky <laughs> on launch day. Yeah, um, asshole. I mean, they have a decent... All, every new game that comes out is on both, on PS5 and PS4, so like, I right, get the PS5 yeah. version, obviously. And uh, they have a decent game library, and I do like that you have the instant PS Plus collection. So as soon as you sign in and you have PS Plus, you get all the greatest hits from PS4 out of for free. Right. That would be the thing that would hopefully when I buy it, they still have the ability to get those games. Because I want them, but I, I just don't want to be involved in the process of having to find a PlayStation right now. So hopefully... They'll extend how long that goes for. And when I do get a PS5, I will be able to get those games. Yep, for sure. But yeah, Um, last I heard they were planning on extending it. I don't know when the end date was, but... Well, I kind of had to. (laughs) I didn't really have a choice. Well, because originally it was only going to be for a year, but then they like extended it a whole... Like, and never gave an end date, and it's still available, so... Um, yeah, I, I do want a PS5, definitely... Um, and I, I will probably get one when a I have some extra money laying around, which is not right now, and b when they're not so constrained for product because yeah, right now it's it's still insane, and it's like this like restock that's happening. It's like how many times they said oh they're doing a restock and then they were like sold out like within the day basically, and they're just gone again. Sony, if you if you listen to this, we're always open to get free mail from Sony <laughs> through the PlayStation Five. I would be willing to write up a review for it and let everyone know what's going on. Me too. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> um, they also just released a new, uh, so a new version of the PS5. Basically, it's the same thing, but the heatsink is a little bit smaller. So they figured out um, how to make the cooling just as efficient with a smaller heatsink, so they could slim it down just a tiny bit. It's still a little like like a big bulky thing, but it's small, a little bit slimmer than it was. Um, and because of that, they're able to no longer have to sell the PlayStation Five at a loss. That's good. 
it's always good to hear. Um, because I know that's kind of what they did with the PS4 too, if I remember right. Yeah, they were like they were taking a huge hit on the PS4, and I think they did on the PS3 as well. Uh, I definitely believe it on the PS3 because that was when they were first introducing Blu-ray into the system. So mm-hmm. yeah, the PS3 was definitely <laughs> definitely a loss. I think the PS4 was as well. So it's good to hear that they are um, f- able to figure out how to sell the PS5 at a profit, or at least breaking even. So then last weekend we had our fantasy draft. Did you guys get good good teams? I think that my team is pretty good. Uh, my I was number seventh pick in our draft, and my first pick was Ezekiel Elliott. It was totally against my will. I did not want to pick Ezekiel Elliott, but I knew he was the pick. That he was I had the best option. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to let someone else get that option, so I decided. Understandable. To what was your option other than him? Like, who were you debating about? Debating, there was no debate. It was based on how, what pick I got, and I got pick seven. If I was pick one, it was going to be Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Obviously, I yeah. had him last year. He was out for twelve or thirteen games, and he still was the second highest scoring running back. So yeah, I, I had pick four, and Henry went three in every other league that I was in, but he fell to four in ours, so I took him at four. I had the last pick, so I got to pick twice. Oh, cool. uh, and I got, uh, I think Tyreek Hill and who was my, who was my, oh, I got a uh, Eckler, I think was my uh, running back. That's not bad. Yeah. Not bad options. I, yeah. this draft was odd cause I, I normally don't pick a quarterback before like round 10, but it was just there. So I, I had Josh Allen last year and I won our championship last year. I was like, well, you know, Josh Allen played his ass off last year, so I decided to pick him up again this year, and yeah. we'll see how that works out. At least you're not one of those people who decided to pick Mahomes in the like the first fucking round, or maybe it was the second round, but still. I think Mahomes in the first round is totally okay. He'll put up 25, 30 points a game. I mean, he's a good quarterback who will give you points, definitely. But it's still something you don't normally do in a typical draft. The, so. the issue is is we play PPR which is points per reception so you're going to get 10 points off a guy who catches the ball 10 times which is why I for the most part I drafted running backs and wide receivers for the first 8 rounds at least Right. besides my pick of Josh Allen and I believe it was the 4th or 5th round but in a PPR league, you want the guys who are going to catch receptions because if they catch five balls, that's five points plus exactly. all the yardage, plus the touchdowns, plus everything else. And that's why running backs are so important too in PPR because they yeah, put well, a shit ton of points on the board as well. The issue is I don't see how – so the reason running backs are going if, – if we were in a different league, running backs wouldn't be going first. We're in PPR, so a running back can run the ball, so they get points for running the ball. They also get points if you do like a halfback pass where you pass it to your running back. So the running back can get the yards for running and catching and yardage and touchdowns. So running backs are definitely a strong suit in most PPR drafts. Yep, that's why they always go first. The other reason they go first is uh, you don't like – 
So like, you want to have one, a guy that's going to be on the field for all three downs to get all three of those things, right? So a lot of teams have split running backs where they have a different guy come in on third down to catch the passes. Well, then, you you know, you either take him or you take the guy who runs on the first two plays and you don't, you know, so that's why those hot commodity backs that do all three, the, like the featured back, they always are going first right away. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which makes perfect sense. And this year, too, in our draft, I think I also took a QB a little earlier than I normally do. I got Kyler Murray. So, yeah, Who did Stafford. you pick as quarterback, Puma? Uh, I have Stafford. Stafford? That's... And I got him pretty late, so. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's an interesting pick because – no one knows what Stafford's going to do because he's not in Detroit anymore. He's in St. Louis, uh, not, not St. Louis, Los yeah, Angeles, LA. Yeah. That's going to Rams. Her, that's going to give, he's on the Rams. Yes. Wherever, I know. Whatever fucking city they're in. <laughs> he's on the Rams. It's going to be so, it's, it's still weird to me that they're not in St. Louis anymore. It's uh, going to, but what's weird is I can still get Las Vegas Raiders every single time. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one gives a fuck about the Raiders. <laughs> Sorry. The, sorry, Oakland slash uh, Las Vegas. Sorry, whatever, whatever, whatever their fans are, the black hole or whatever. <laughs> I, the, the only thing I know about Las Vegas Raiders is that their stadium is fucking sick. Yeah, that is it, a sick stadium. For I, sure. watched, I watched a series on YouTube where um, they, there was a series about them building that stadium I'm like, I'm, I'm going to become a fucking Las Vegas Raiders fan because that stadium is awesome. And sure. what's even better is it's has the nickname of the Death Star. So being a fucking nerd, the oh, yeah. Death Star Stadium, <laughs> eyes flashing, stars in my eyes. Love me some Death Star. I mean, I'm literally wearing like the Star Wars shirt right now, like with Star Destroyers on it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, got, that turned me a little bit more towards... I've never been hatred of the Raiders you know it's just I'm not super into the Raiders because they're 800 1000 miles away exactly <laughs> did you guys pick any players on the Raiders for your team I don't think so I, mean, I don't, actually not. I don't know <laughs> I'd have to look I, think I have one who did you get Waller Waller I think the ones that I was thinking about drafting on the Raiders I, they just didn't fall Right, yeah, and it's just yeah, rugs. Rugs. If he fell, I was thinking about it. Yeah, I would have taken rugs, but I, I didn't. He didn't fall to me, and I wasn't going to pick him. Pick one. Fair enough, for sure. I could have, but I'm just not that big of a fan of the Raiders. I'd rather win fantasy than pick someone in the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Go for the statistics. At least our first round picks are still in it, unlike uh, my grandpa, who's. Uh, first-round pick Dobbins is now up for the season. That's yeah, unfortunate. That's, that's very unfortunate. Although I couldn't I, remember who picked him. I was like, oh, someone's not going to have a good day. <laughs> I have no sympathy for Larry. I picked Antonio Brown. I picked Antonio Brown the year that he went batshit crazy. Oh, yeah. That's my number one pick, and that I don't care about anyone else who has that happen to him. Like, you yeah. can deal with it now, fucker. <laughs> and then uh puma you had you had bell when he sat out right dude that year was bullshit because i think it was three of my goddamn 
first picks were all gone. Like Bell, because he was a little Axl Rose piece of shit and decided not to perform. <laughs> and then I had McKinnon who tore his goddamn ACL. And then I think I had another player who either got injured or something as well. So I was just screwed that year. I was speaking of speaking of bad luck for the poop man. He is <laughs> the worst luck in fantasy football. Hey, I won the ship two years ago. Thank you very much. <laughs> True, but you all—you believe- missed it last year. The playoffs, oh, didn't you? I missed it bad last year. Yeah, by like a wide uh, margin. Yeah, I, I had my moment. <laughs> you also forgot to mention fucking Sammy Watkins. That's oh, he's a, Sammy I, Watkins. Gonna fuck off. <laughs> if I remember correctly, he's on your blacklisted players. For- yes, I will never draft him ever again. <laughs> Because <laughs> every single time I drafted him, he didn't do jack. <laughs> it's funny because the one year you had Watkins and you finally got fed up with them, you're like, ah, F Sammy Watkins. I picked him up, started him that week because I had a bye week, and he goes off. <laughs> he had like 20 so points. Mad. I was like, you fucker. You, you would go off for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so annoying. Hey, at least I'm not the like fun- Larry, though, and... And uh, uh, drafting Sony Michelle in round one was like two years ago. <laughs> that was horrible. that was a good time. I, I, I <laughs> talk was about the worst he, draft pick. I was hoping he'd try to do it. Again. Wait, was that two years ago or last year? I think it was two years ago. ago. Yeah. Okay, because I was like, if it was last year, he was in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the championship last year. Yeah. Yeah. Which. I beat Larry in that game. Hey, hey, there you go. Who do you guys think, if you had to pick one player on your team, who do you think the sleeper agent would be? For me, it's Antonio Brown. I've been reading more and more and more about the chemistry between Brady and him and how Antonio Brown is going to be back to his old glory self and have a bajillion touchdowns. Yeah. I also okay. I also read somewhere that he threw a, a hissy fit about something. So I am I'm hoping Antonio Brown rides your fucking bench all year. Long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'd say uh, James Conner's probably mine. Is my guess. He's your sl- you you just you just love that James name. He's, hey, he was good for me. The he's one not year. really a sleeper. He's I'd, I'd start him sometimes. He's, he's backup though, isn't he? He's backup to Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. I don't know who that well, is. <laughs> not on my team. <laughs> oh, he's he obviously he's better than James Conner, so maybe he should be on your team. Obviously, uh, I'm assuming someone probably took them. Probably. I, I, I would assume so. Because <laughs> he was the best available when I picked him. Granted, this was like deep in the draft when I did pick him. Like this was yeah. not like early at all. Yeah. No. They, uh, James Connor is a solid pick, even if he is a backup. He's going to probably get third down runs. Oh yeah, for sure. He's he's a beefy boy, from what I know. Like he's short and stocky. Who's uh, Sleepy's sleeper? My sleeper is going to be Zach Moss. Uh, Zach Moss was a rookie to the league last year. He had he he didn't he missed a couple games and it, it was just a later round pick because I wasn't sure, but he had a few big games last year and I it, he could have a great second year or he could have a flopper. You know that's why he's my sleeper agent. 
Yep, sophomore year curse every time. That's the issue. It's hard to say. I, some people don't run into that. Some people have fantastic second years, so he could have yeah. a great year this year, and I might end up starting him. But I, I have well, a hard be interesting time. To see. I have a hard time thinking I'm going to play him over Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, Zeke seems pretty, uh, pretty solid. <laughs> At the same sure. time, he doesn't. I didn't want to pick Ezekiel Elliott, but I had to. Yeah, trade block him. I mean, yeah, yeah. trade. I would <laughs> offer him up for like McCaffrey or some shit. Trade <laughs> McCaffrey, but no one. You could play. probably get like two decent receivers. I have a second sleeper, um, AJ Green on my team. Because, you know, he's been injured the last, like, two seasons, and now he's back, and he's alongside second number two to uh, D-Hop in Arizona. Nice stuff. It'll be interesting to see how he um, plays out this year because he was very good before he got injured. And oh, yeah, he was, like, he was fantastic. He was fantastic in Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, I think so. Cincinnati. I can't remember. I, I don't yeah. want to sound dumb and say it's something Cincinnati. wrong, but I'm pretty Cincinnati. sure it's Cincinnati. Yeah. Adrian Green was Cincinnati. Yeah. He was fantastic there, so it'll be interesting to see how he does in Arizona. All right, so if you got, again, I am Poker, Poker Brox on Twitch. Come check me out. Sleepy, where can they reach you? People, if they want to reach me, I'm in your Discord, and I also have a Twitter that is T3H Sleepy Shaman, and I can be reached there if you really want to reach out to me. Puma, do you have any social media or anything? What do they should reach out to you? Uh, outside of Discord, which is my main uh, source of communication, I am on Twitch and I am on Twitter, and they are both the Puma Man spelt in Leet, which means the A's are fours and the E's are threes. All right, and we are currently analytically up to like 12 listeners or something, uh, which is pretty sweet. Um, We do have a support button on the Anchor website now. If people want to support the podcast, you can do it that way. You can also do it by stopping by my stream or when Puma starts streaming, stopping by his stream. Or, uh, you know, just listening to this podcast and spreading the word around. Join our Discord if you want. We'll have all the links in the show notes. Um, we also have a new email address. If you want to email us a question, something you want to talk about on air, or you know, just something that you want for our Q and A show to be asked, or if you just have general reason to email us for something, uh, it's pokerbroxpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time.